In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Um, D.A. Fabe is actually restarting his uh, computer right now, so he's not here just yet. But we do have Mr. Canada himself, JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? It goes, it goes good, sir. Can't complain. This heat can go away, though. Um, so oh. I'm just hot. I'm just hot. You're telling me. <laughs> I don't know what the temperature was up there, but here uh, it was hot and humid. I felt like I was swimming when I went outside. Yeah, no, it's probably uh, along the same lines. I, I think we reached 109, your uh, Fahrenheit kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a bit much, a bit much. See. Also joining us, finally got his uh, system rebooted. We've got DA Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm I'm good. I, I'm sad. I can't beard love the right person. Nope, not taking it. No, oh, can't. there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, 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 what whoa. happened to your face? Although <laughs> I I I never mind. Things Go back here. JLB, nope. get over here. Nope. Oh, there it is. Nope. <laughs> I switched things up a bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did that thing that guys do whenever they're shaving down a beard or trimming down a beard. And where, go too far? Uh, no, where 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 you trim oh, it? Oh, no, funny, it's not even. <laughs> no, where, where you trim it in funny things at first. So at first I, I did mutton chops and, and the goatee. And then I just did did big big uh, uh, thing. And at one point, I did the Jeff Hardy just line, you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, my wife vetoed all of those, and then I was able to do this. I'm trying to uh, see what the high today in uh, Omaha was. I know it's eighty five degrees right now, but what it got to earlier today, it had to have been. But it's it's so humid it right hot. now. It's eighty five, but it feels like one hundred because of the humidity. So mm. it's just like I said, feels like you're swimming when you go outside. Sexy, sexy. We had that crap yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It came this way. Yeah. <laughs> My gift to you, friend. Ah. So friend. bad you had to remove facial hair. Yeah, well, to be perfectly honest, that played a little bit into it. I was like, it is too hot to have a full, full beard right now. Remember uh, when you used to de do delivery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, you, you are not joking on that. I thought about that a lot over the last few days. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Glad yep. I'm <laughs> so glad I'm not on the on the on the beat doing parking tickets. Yeah. All of that. So, uh, I was killing time while waiting uh, for the podcast to start by watching uh, Ring of Honor the first time uh, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, I guess, was there. 
uh, for their first <clears throat> fight, their first match in Ring of Honor, which had Ricky Steamboat as the guest referee. Mm, oh, so um. that, that was a ton of fun to be watching there. Um, it's a foreshadowing of what we might have uh, in the near future on AEW. Um, but we've had quite a week, haven't we? It's a... Uh... I mean, it's been been in. Yeah. There's <laughs> been a lot of fun stuff, but a lot of weird stuff. And then, of course, last night on Raw. Raw just has a damper see... the mood. Yeah. We got, we got to see the, the new look of Karrion Cross. The new character in Mad Max Fury uh, Road. <sighs> Tell you what. I don't know if it was the worst part of the show but it was it was like it was like the the flashing light relatively early on in the show that just told us oh this is this is gonna be shitty this whole show the flashing light yep it was just the shitty show shitty show shitty show (laughs) shitty show (laughs) yeah it looks like da fave's having a little bit of network troubles that's he that's why he was rebooting to see if that would fix it but it must be something uh, outside of his control Apparently not. so he might he might be in and out uh, tonight <laughs> we'll find out but um before we get into everything i always take this moment to remind everyone that raw and order is part of the tatnus co podcast network uh, so you can go down in the doobly-doos uh tatnusco.com and check out the other shows there waiting for DA Fabe to connect again. <laughs> it's a circling. It's circle, the circle, circle. circle of life. Yeah, you keep keep going, good sir. You don't have to wait. I I was mesmerized by the circling. Um, <laughs> but so if you are new to this uh, episode of the podcast, we do this uh, once a week, every Tuesday night, live streaming at ten thirty Central. Uh, you could do the math on your thing. Hey, there he is. Tall corn and heat. Yeah. Tall corn and heat. But um, if you're new to this show, we take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance. So our answers have to be made up on the spot, which we think is uh, more challenging, more fun. So. Uh, before we get into it, though, um, anyone who happens to be watching this on the live stream, this is your chance to make sure you're subscribed and um, share it with your friends so other people can get on. Uh, if you are not yeah. on the live stream right now, uh, you're watching it later. Shame on you. That's fine. Um, mm, you can still like it? and share and subscribe then uh, <laughs> to, to get started. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast itself, just make sure to share it with your friends. Oh, that's a follow us so you get notified as soon as it goes up. So, but we are going to go ahead and get into the fantasy booking uh, part of this segment. I always open it up to the floor to see if someone wants to go first or if it, they want me to go first. Due to technical difficulties, I think I'm going to go first just to make sure we get this crime or this this fantasy booking in here. Okay. So we will do. Da-da-da. DA Fabe first. There we go. Okay. So <laughs> my fantasy booking for each of you has a little something something to do with what made last night a shitty show, shitty show, shitty show. 
Um, which I think you both probably knew that I was going to go here on Fantasy Booking as soon as you saw that mask. So, um, I'm going to have each of you choose a wrestler three different times. Choose a wrestler for the other one to re-outfit. Okay, so so just to make sure it's clear, each of us is going to choose three different wrestlers that the other person has to come up with a new outfit for. Yep, and you alternate turns because it just makes it more fun that way because you'll escalate it for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, we certainly will. Um, And then I'm going to shut up to see to to just watch and make sure that my my system isn't freezing over and over and over again. Okay. So, JLB, do you want to take the first challenge, or do you want me to go first? All right. Um, so I'm choosing a wrestler for you? Yeah, choose a wrestler for me to re-outfit. Because last night, there wasn't there wasn't a gimmick change. It was just the outfit. It was just, hey, That's here's it. a new outfit for... <laughs> here's you. a new lame... Russian lederhosen. The the, the thing is, leader, they they broke into Natty's closet. That's right. I'm not going to be able to make fun of Natty anymore <laughs> because she's no longer the gimp on the show. Um. Okay. I'm kind of curious what you would do with Kane. A new outfit for Kane. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, for. For me, with Kane, one of the funniest things about Kane has been the fact that his mask has hair. Right. Um, because anytime you see him without the mask on, no hair, he's bald, no hair. Uh, but he's got the mask on, and it, so the, the mask the, is in the hair. The hair is in the mask, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking um, we we still do a mask, uh, but this time we have some fun with the hair. Um, and so we're, we're going to still keep, we're going to keep the same color scheme, the red and black, because he's the big red machine. It's got to be that way. The mask is going to be similar to, to his, um, older mask. So the full face instead of the demon face one, I always hated that, that newer one that they did. I like the, Mm -hmm. the, the almost hockey mask style, the flat face one, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so we're going to have that again, uh, but the hair is going to be in a uh, one foot tall, two foot tall mohawk, just down. And um, because that part of the mask is going to be black, the hair is going to be bright red. So a bright <laughs> red mohawk going oh, all Jesus. the way back. Down the back, almost, almost like like a, a Roman centurion sort of a, a plume, all the way down down to the back, just this bright red mohawk, um, and then uh, while we're doing it, shoulder pads, not spiked shoulder pads, but just like like military style, like almost Roman centurion style shoulder pads. We're we're gonna hit, hit that vibe a little little hard with this. Um, and he's going to hate mm. wrestling in it, much like Karrion Cross probably hated wrestling in his new outfit, especially since the suspenders broke halfway through his very short match. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, it was short, 
but I can't imagine those things lasting an entire match, like a 10-minute match. It's going to destroy that. So, um, And uh, here's the I'm I'm willing to bet money that those suspenders are gone next time we see Karrion Cross. I'm also willing to bet money he still does the mask because Vince McMahon is hard-headed. And reportedly, the reason that they gave him the new helmet mask thing is a marketing thing that they want want his uh, his outfit to be more marketable for action figures and and stuff they can sell at the arena and everything. So, um, but yeah, so Kane um, with a may, maybe I'll even do the mask more a metallic, so like um, like auto paint black. So, so uh, glossy black auto paint with, with uh, the red in. Sh- should we do auto paint like fleck red? I think so. I think sparkly red like auto paint. Yeah. You're making this guy less of a demon. <laughs> He's a fabulous demon. He's hot <laughs> rod. He's the big red hot rod now. Um. No, I mean the simple fact is I'm making him worse, but to to be perfectly honest, in most ways, almost all of the more recent uh, Kane outfit changes have been a step in the wrong direction in my book, anyways. So might as well just go all out on it. So, so that's what I would do with Kane. All right, that's fair. So. So now I am going to turn it around on you. Your turn. Mm-hmm. And and this is this is your chance to to potentially improve um at least in Mr. McMahon's mind, improve a person whose gimmick is not his favorite right now uh in terms of outfit and that's Keith Lee. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew this savagery was coming. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know necessarily which one uh, he has now, but I do. I always seem to remember the Owen Hart one that he had when he first came on Raw, and I was just kind of like, "This is weird. This doesn't work." Mm-hmm. Keith Lee just had shorts, right? Essentially, yeah, typically he'd wrestle just in shorts. But you're not allowed to yeah. just do shorts now. Nope, 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 nope. Definitely not. Um. Well, um. Hmm. I'm thinking. That might even be worse, actually. But. Let's give Keith Lee some pants, ladies and gentlemen. Some stretchy pants, not jeans or anything like that. Wrestling pants. Um, and then so you not also... like a Damien Priest leather either, though. No, not a Damien Priest leather. More of a Bobby but... Lashley pant. Yeah, more of a Bobby Lashley-esque. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um I mean, it'd be different, and who knows? I feel like maybe it might be a bit better than what he has now. Um, 
I seem to think when you change someone's outfit, it changes them completely. Um, so since Vince is not going to go back to the NXT, Keith Lee, give him some, uh, give him some pants, but also maybe give him, give him like a half, give him like a half, like almost like what the King used to wear. Um, I don't know what you would call it, but whatever, like a half single shoulder strap, single shoulder strap. Yes. Um, and kind of see how that would go. I feel like I would want something else, but then I feel like you don't want to over overfill him with things. But for some reason, I was thinking of some kind of like shoulder pads of, but like bulkier shoulder pads, almost like. No, no, you know what? Never mind. Never mind the shoulder pads. Um, Yeah, that's it. I don't want to do anything to his face. I don't want them to put any tattoos. I guess he left again. Connection. Okay. Um, I think he's <laughs> no. Still I'm here. On. I'm here. Oh, okay. Shut his camera off to to laugh at my Keith Lee. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. It's kind of lame. I don't know uh, anything more really creative um, to really do for him. I don't think you do anything to his face. You don't give him a hat or a helmet or a or anything like that. Um, I what about feel like, like ring entrance? Does he enter only in the garb, or does he have like a jacket? Like like he has a hoodie right now. Yeah, no, you're definitely keeping the hoodie. You never leave the hoodie out of his entrance. Um, that's the one thing. I, I'm a huge hoodie guy, so you definitely still keep the hoodie going. And he would seem more like a almost like a, a street uh, a street brawler, if you will. But a more uh, maybe just a bit more uh, bulkier hoodie than uh, what he wears now. Um, yeah, that's uh, just just like a sweat hoodie, like a regular sweat hoodie. Maybe have his thing on it, but it just a, maybe a bit more so a bit more uh, bulkier on him. Like it's a little bit more loose. It's whatever. Um, kind of like he's been training all day. You know what I mean? Um, so he doesn't need something tight. I believe that the hoodie he has now, it's kind of really on him, right? Like it's really like stuck to yeah. that stuck to him. It's a bit much. I'm, I'm going to give you a little, yeah, it's sleeveless, but I'm, I'm going to give you a little insight when you're mm. 300 plus pounds, you can't find loose hoodies. Yes, you can stop it. He works for the WWE. They can make him a freaking hoodie that will fit him nice. I want to give you a little bit of insight and just tell you that you just made him dress like a coffee princess. A what? You put princess? Him, coffee princess. Why is he you a put him, princess? You put him in leggings and a hoodie. Just want to point that out. <laughs> yep. Is he going to stand at Starbucks? Princess. Starbucks waiting for his pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> well, maybe they'll do something with him that way. Just, just add Ugg go. boots to it. <laughs> no. Have him, Ugg- have him come to the ring with a coffee in his hand. Oh, Both hands on the coffee, though. Mm-hmm. And on his cup, they spell his name wrong. 
No, no. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm going. He's a coffee princess. Keith Lee, the ultra, ultra, eventually going to be a coffee princess. Whoop, whoop. Hey, maybe maybe we can pair him with Alexa Bliss when she gets rid of her stupid fiend gimmick and goes back to coffee yeah. princess gimmick. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Anytime suit, at least. Um, we couldn't be so lucky. Okay. <laughs> what you got for the next one? Number two for me. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Okay, I am going to give you the Viking Raiders. Okay, the Viking Raiders. Um, Give me just one second here. I was right on that, right? Viking Raiders? I feel like I'm off. War Viking War Raider, Viking Raider Machine experience. <laughs> That's a... So. Okay. So they're going to go all in on the Viking look again, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one relatively seriously because I think they've got a good gimmick and you can't move too far away from Viking uh, for it, right? But um, right now they both wear they're both basically no shirt and then like a loincloth type bottom, right? Yeah, that, well, don't they don't they have like some kind of chain situation going? On? No, they don't. They they both have helmets, I believe, that they wear to the ring, but they take them off once they get to the ring. No, but they don't have anything on their body whatsoever. I feel like they have. I don't uh... think they have. I think they've got like some paint on their body. I thought they used to have furs. I, I don't think furs. they wear them in the ring. They wear them for their entrance. Um, but I am gonna go. And I'm going to have them partner with the TV show that still, I think, is running, Vikings. And I, I, I'm going to give them, like, a whole uh, bodysuit sort of a thing there. Like a tunic with armor. Going down with leather armor in it. Um, and then both of them are going to get um, upgraded like hairstyles because right now both of their hairstyles are like uh ivar's is just long and i believe uh to eric well well, yeah one's bald though yeah that's fine he can grow some out in a mohawk (laughs) because that is actually a viking style yeah that's fair Ooh, no even better he doesn't have to grow it all out into a mohawk because this is a character actually in 
the Viking TV show, and I really should bring it up on on a thing. But right there, there we go. Oh snap! Nice. So just just a little ponytail on the back, but the rest of his head bald. That's so weird. Yet yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna go. And now that I said that it was still on, but now I gotta check to make sure because uh, I'm not sure if it's still running or not. I don't think so. I think they finished the last season last year or something. Finished last year. Yep, 2020. Uh, That's okay. It's on streaming, History Channel, so they can partner with History Channel to pitch the the streaming thing. But the big thing is, instead of loincloths and furs, I'm I'm gonna go full on Viking armor, right? What is that noise? Uh, those are cicadas. <laughs> I, I am assuming that D.A. Fabe has stepped outside. Ah, uh, okay. And cicadas are... Mm, they're everywhere in Nebraska this time of year. How could you hear that, but you couldn't hear me? That was weird. I had you muted. Weird... No, you definitely didn't have us muted. That's for sure. Nope. So, because we don't hear the cicadas now. Yeah, we don't hear it now. Yeah. So you were not muted. You were just quiet with the microphone still on. Yeah, one job. But you and your cicadas. But I'm doing a more like full armor sort of a thing. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ace Ventura, you are. Not. I was muting. I was muted. Not when we were hearing the cicadas. I guarantee you, you weren't. Mike was yeah. up. And it wasn't up well, far enough to click off then. I talked without moving it. Crazy. Anyway, moving forward. Those damn Mohawks with your mm-hmm. Viking metal that you're going to put on their bodies. It's more going to be leather. Leather armor. Okay. And, you know, since we send uh, Drew McIntyre to the ring with a sword and let him try to kill people, let we'll have them with, like, axes and shit. Okay. Go all in on it. Pure Viking. Mm-hmm. 100%. They can either, even bring in some people from the show. <laughs> Maybe bring back Eric's Ooh. wife and have her be a Viking too. They could do a cinematic match like The Miz and uh, nope, that's not on me. I'm inside. Oh. You got the cicadas. Well, I'm inside too, but that might be might be that's some crazy. from here too. They are loud. They are loud, yes. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, so um yeah, the the yeah, I like it. It it could be just like uh, um, the Miz versus uh, uh, oh Damian Priest with zombies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, go all in on it. So, so so my turn back to JLB um, because JLB was all in on the hoodies uh, with Keith Lee. Uh, Those damn cicadas. Yeah, yeah, and here's the deal. Like, like, and what yeah. are they exactly? Cicadas or what exactly? They're locusts. giant dinosaur bugs. They're locusts. <laughs> no, they're locusts, a type of locusts. Locusts are, are technically grasshoppers, 
And so cicadas are not related to locusts. Locusts are actually grasshoppers. But that's beside the point. We're not here for for uh, talking semantics. About things. Um, they they cicadas are like that big. Um, and they come around and they land all over, make a whole bunch of noise for a while, and then eventually they shed their their shell um, mm. and leave these giant shells all around of, that look like cicadas and just everywhere. So, anyway, oh. uh, your challenge, since you love hoodies so much, is I do, I do, um, and you love booking people in hoodies. Um, uh, <laughs> your challenge is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, but no putting hoodie. a restriction, no hoodie. It's the best part of AJ Styles. <clears throat> His hoodie's like perfect for him. He's been using it since TNA days. How dare you? Uh, it's time for something new. Fine. Change it up. Uh, change it up. All right. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Styles is going to go back. Holy cicada frenzy. AJ Styles <laughs> is going to go back to his impact. The, the shorts that he kind of had an impact. They weren't too short. They were kind of almost. No, I guess they were just regular size shorts. Um, but this time around, he is also... Oh, did you just mute yourself, or did they just randomly die? They randomly got quieter. <laughs> they'll, they'll escalate. It faded out. out. It was very out. interesting. They faded yeah. out. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's going to go back to his shorts. Um, I do think I would maybe like to see him wear kind like of a like brief a briefer short. Like shorts, like the shorts. shorts. Well, like the shorts. I believe. Brief brief then, I guess, technically. I believe this is is from the Impact uh, video game, but I believe that's the shorts you were referring to. The kind of boxer style. Exactly. Boxer style shorts. Uh, But this time around, he is going to be wearing. like uh he's gonna be wearing like a shirt like this kind of all the time when he wrestles but it's like gonna be like really tight on him kind of thing uh just because it's just gonna be a complete outfit change i don't uh no longer pants and no shirt aj this time he's going all in with the boxer style shorts the shirt kind of like this and uh yeah, just of course the elbow pads, knee pads, like he always usually has. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really creative with this. <laughs> not really creative with this, but I mean that's enough change. I don't think he needs anything crazy. I feel like he might be happier because those pants look so uncomfortable to wrestle in. I feel, but maybe he's just gotten used to them over the years. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, So, AJ back in shorts, down for it. Might be a little restricted with the shirt, but at least it changes up up his style. 
So AJ with no pants and no shirt, like he said earlier. Okay, perfect. Yep. Um, are 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 we gonna make him stop looking like a, a budget Billy Ray Cyrus? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, haircut would be nice. <laughs> haircut would be nice, absolutely. Um, I just think, like, if anything, maybe grow it a little bit longer, but don't freaking finesse it so much. Like it's so like conditioned. And whatever, it just—it's too much. It's way too. And I'm kind of like to see a beardless AJ Styles again too. Technically, so basically Might he's going to be really 2007 weird. AJ. He's going to be 2000. Well, with the shirt. Technically, he didn't wear a shirt then either. I don't think so. Um, but with long hair, just not finessed and conditioned and Billy Cyrus up like he has it now. Um, because uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a it's just a change up in that regard, and I don't know. I found he looked weird with really really short hair too, though. Back in the impact days, so yeah, long hair AJ, going back retro style to two thousand seven, going back still to phenomenal. The shorts. Going back to the shorts, but with the I think long you put hair him in cornrows. Put him in cornrows. Oh Jesus. <laughs> You could probably make it work, but he has to keep the beard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Remember, you Since... guys are not limited to WWE. Just want to remind you that. Mm, that's fair. Um, okay. Since, you know, you kind of don't, uh, I shouldn't talk. I didn't really do much with AJ, but since you don't kind of change up the characters with Kane being basically Kane, <laughs> just well, with the Mohawk. But the challenge was just new outfit, not new character. That's true. That's a valid point. Um, all right. I, good sir, would like you to book John Moxley's new outfits. And it can't be street gear John Moxley or like NWA uh, or, or New Japan John Moxley. Because that's where he wears the shorts. Got to change it up. Change up the game. Hmm. This one's a little tough. Well, you should put yourself on the main screen. Yep. Yeah, I'm still debating though. <laughs> Still should put yourself on the main screen. What the fuck? This one's a little tough. You, well, I'm gonna give you some time to think, and I'm just gonna say something, and and it should just freeze you long enough that you think long enough for it. Okay. Dominic Mysterio. Hmm. <laughs> you come. You can come back now, bud. You can come back. I'm still debating. I'm so oh. <laughs> I just know how Dominic Mysterio on your TV makes you freeze, so. Yeah. <laughs> Way to ruin a perfectly perfectly good podcast with freaking Dominic Mysterio. I don't know if I'd we're, call it perfectly good so far, but we'll... We're, we're redressing professional wrestlers. You're going to call this a perfectly good podcast. <laughs> Come here, fella. Let me put some suspenders on you. 
<laughs> we're, we're gonna make you fabulous. Um, okay, so so I I got an idea with John Moxley. I got an idea. Um, it's totally gonna be against what he normally has done, and he probably would hate it if I actually pitched it to him, which is fortunate that I'm not, because you know. I don't want to get beat up by John Moxley. Um, mm. I am thinking elegant violence. I'm thinking a tuxedo. I'm thinking effectively because he he basically shaves his head. Um, he can keep the goatee. I think I'm fine fine with that. Um, or, or you can shave it either way is fine, but I'm thinking, a I'm thinking like, think Hitman, right? Mm. Um, but he doesn't have a good team. Not, not Bret Hart. You're talking the movie Hitman. Like the movie or, or video game. video game. Yes. Uh, uh, so tuxedo, tie, um, comes to the ring that way. Uh, and, and. Maybe you even make the tuxedo in a way that he actually wrestles in it, but it will rip off during the fight sort of thing. Like, like designed to f fail along the, you know, for, from strength and he rips through. Um, so Cesaro, like, except Cesaro. So except Cesaro it always took it off before, you know, yeah. and that, that's why now. The only thing that makes me really hesitant is there actually was a wrestler who did this uh, for a long time. Uh, not in oh. WWE. Um, I don't even know if he used it while he was in Impact much. He used it on uh, when he was in other feds and everything. But um, Loki used the Oh, really? Uh gimmick for a long time and that's where i'm like am i getting too close to loki's gimmick i don't know i just don't know yeah you sir just plagiarized that's fine but, but the up. difference is i i like the idea i really inst i i said think hitman but really what i'm uh, what i want you to think is jason statham right uh, Loki was definitely basing his off of, of the hitman. I more want you to think about Jason Statham, who uh, is in a suit, maybe not even a full tuxedo, but a suit, right? Uh, mm. But has absolutely no problem just kicking everyone's ass, right? In the suit. Looks good while he kicks ass. Um, so that's my thoughts. It's kind of shitty, but it's my thoughts. <laughs> I just feel like John Moxley's too out of the box to be in a suit. Well, that's further out of the idea. Well, and in, in the end, that's what makes it tough with John Moxley, because the the only options that you have that aren't street clothes or something similar to his his New Japan. Well, I was even shocked by his New Japan thing when I saw yeah, him in the shorts. I was like, yeah. Huh. Is is to either go something more wrestling like 
like full wrestling leggings and and a singlet or something like that. Um, or I, I, I this crossed my mind a bit, but going uh, John Moxley luchador mask. Thought about it, but I decided not to. Like I think he'd, he'd be, be kind of down for that. He'd be the biggest badass looking luchador in the world. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can do that as as a short term when John Moxley is is uh, not available. Um, but another luchador happens to sign with the company. It's, it's uh, El Americano. <laughs> El Mox. <laughs> Juan <laughs> Mexley. <laughs> so, so I, um... I, I know we can go to any of the other ones, but there, the problem is there's just so many people in WWE that could use uh, need makeovers. <laughs> so, so my challenge to you is going back to WWE. But this is a, a chance for you to improve someone, for you literally improve someone, right? Mm. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, great uh, choice! Yeah, he definitely does need improvement. Um. Okay. So, what did he wear in NXT? He just had shorts, the knee pads, the black boots. Re remember how you booked AJ? That's what he wore in NXT. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So... I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking pants for him. For some reason, pants and like uh, like legit jeans, um, and like some kind of muscle shirt. I just don't know if that's necessarily better than what he has. <laughs> hey, anything's better than uh, stupid face paint and yeah, and that's valid. Mask that they had him in before no that's valid so i don't know i just for the sake of being different from nxt um clearly i guess vince didn't like how you dressed or just not my idea screw it um yeah like pretty much like how pete dunn dresses when he has street clothes kind of thing i love pete dunn when he has street clothes on hate him when i see his onesie that's right. I called it a onesie. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Just but sleeveless shirt, like a sleeveless kind of. I don't necessarily know if he does the whole tank top thing. Maybe like a sleeveless shirt. Uh, a little bit loose. I guess you could still do the tank. Uh, who did that smaller tank top? Actually, it would really stretch to like here. I guess it was more the older old school styles would wear it. It would be like really thin straps, and then you'd cover the body here. Mm. Can't really see me, but I'm I mean, that's like an old me. wrestling singlet style. But. Yeah, Kurt Angle. Mm. 
Yeah, okay, but even DA fame. even thinner. Th- this is what Christopher Dijak or Dijakovic wore in NXT. Ah, okay. I was I thought the shirts were smaller. Okay. Yeah. Uh that suited him nicely. That suited him well. Um Yeah, but I'm thinking you give him like street clothes here. You just kind of give him uh this mean this mean mug look kind of sort of towards similar to what Loomis, Dexter Loomis has. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering Dexter, Dexter Loomis correctly. He basically he wrestles in jeans. Yeah. Sort of kind of like that style. Um, yeah. I mean, more or less to, what you yeah. said is I'll take what what Smarks took off of Moxley and I'll put it on Dijako. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I know we're done, but as a bonus... Maybe we can get Fabe to book Orange Cassidy. No? Okay. <laughs> well, he's kind of frozen up, so we'll see if he even heard. I'm frozen. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Um, good call on going first, then, because, yeah, it's... This connection is really, uh, really kicking you in the keister. You might just still okay. have us on mute now. Um, nope. There you <laughs> Can you hear us? You can text us, message us on the chat. I chats. can hear you. Okay. There you go. Just making sure. So. I'm back. So what I said was uh, diesel. I don't know if that's where we're still at or not. (laughs) What what I think you made Dijakovic be was diesel. Uh, I don't know. We. I basically said what what he did was took what I took off of Moxley and put it on Dijakovic. Yeah, I was literally more thinking of Dexter Loomis, Moxley... Kind of style with jeans and a thing. Diesel's tank top. Um, I still was thinking of the more thinner ones, like the real old school ones. But um, I can't recall of a wrestler who wore it. Like Taz almost. But Taz was short. So I don't know. Maybe it just looked. Yeah, no, like what Taz had kind of. Uh, But not a, I don't want, I, I just want the top of that. He's going to have his jeans at the bottom or whatever. Um, jeans with suspenders. Perfect. Je- well, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's not clear. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> so, yeah. And then I and then I just pointed out uh, perhaps a bonus one uh, going out to you for Orange Cassidy. To me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because we did three each, so let's let's see what you would do with something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I think it, 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 no, it's not working. It, no, 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 didn't didn't work. No, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Now he got it working. <laughs> okay, so moving on. So. Well, he doesn't really want to do Orange Cassidy, so we will go ahead and move on. (laughs) 
Yeah, he is a robot now. Nice to meet you, Earthlings. I am D.A. Fabe. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. JLB, do you want to take the next challenge, or do you want me to go? All right, well, you know what? I want you guys to each take a match. No, oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> the one time I actually book you guys to go do something. <laughs> Never mind. I would like you guys to book me all out in your own way with each of you doing one opponent for the other. So one picks the match of what the match would be, and then you each swap to what opponent would face what in that specific match. Uh, let's make it up to you, three or five matches, whatever you feel is good. You're gonna have to compare notes outside. I'm gonna be off cam. That's fine. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hear you. Okay, I went outside to have a better reception. So. That's fine. We will. We'll do this. Okay. No, that's fine. There you go. I apologize that I'm probably not gonna go back on cam then. That's fine. You can be audio only. We'll be fine. Yeah. So. So the challenge was we're going to go back and forth booking all out. Um, each of us choose, uh, choose the match type, one entrant, you choose the other entrant, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, uh, so my thoughts are I'll go ahead and start. Um, we'll do... We'll uh, follow your, your thing, three each, right? So... I'll I'll do match and first entrant. You choose the rest of it, All right? Um, so we're gonna have because um, we we don't have a match yet featuring some people, and um, even though we have some other matches, but as far as I know, we don't have a a Moxley match yet. So I'm going to say we do a uh, uh, backlot brawl with John Moxley. And as soon as I did that, we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> like literally just dropped off the feed. But I thought he went outside and his service was better. Liar. Yeah. It might have been better, but still shitty. <laughs> so all right so so backlot ball brawl with john okay i'll, I'll I, we'll we'll switch this up a bit i'll i'll choose the three matches that i'm gonna want him to book and then when he gets back in he can book those three and then he'll choose the three matches that he wants me to book okay fair that way, um, we make the most out of him being gone and and all that stuff. So, we're going to start off with da, 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 go bullet points. Like I said, backyard, backlot brawl. Mox. Um. 
we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a tag team fatal four-way um hmm. and in it um, because this is not going to be for the the title. Young Bucks could be in a different one. Um, uh, we're going to have Hybrid 2. Versus um, the Seidel's. <coughs> versus... Whoever he chooses. And then we're going to also have a. Wait, did you say that was a tag match? It's a tag four way. So there's. Oh, well, four way. Four okay. teams, right? So oh, okay. Two teams. He gets to choose two teams. And then we're going to have. I want to do another four-way, but that makes a whole lot more sense. So. Yeah, we're going to do another four-way. No, it's going to be a trios match. Oh, okay. Trios, and it is going to be MJF, um, Wardlow. No, not Wardlow. It's going to be MJF and uh, FTR versus whoever he chose. So those are the three matches that I'm going to have him book whenever he gets back. Uh, what three matches? Of, of all the things. Uh, Backlot Brawl, Mox versus someone. Tag oh, right. Four-way okay. hybrid two and Seidel's versus whoever he chooses. And trios match MJF and FTR versus Fair. whoever. And... Because I believe he's back now. Yes, I am. In audio only. <clears throat> okay. Did, yeah, oh, that's fine. I did a full so, system reboot so, that time, including hooking to my Wi-Fi. Yep. Hopefully that works. If not, my Wi-Fi is on a shit location too. So. That's fine. So you got um, the you got the Musk uh, Wi-Fi now. No, not yet. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to cancel that and go hardwire. Oh, it's, it's taking okay. it's. It's taken too long, and I'm on I'm on a highway, so I can get hardwire. I just I wanted the good stuff. You want the good Snap. stuff. So so I went ahead and chose three matches, uh, and and so you book the other participants, and then you choose three matches for me to book. Okay. okay? So uh, the three matches for you to book: backlot brawl, Mox versus someone, uh, tag fatal four way. So four total teams: hybrid two. 
and the side versus the Seidel's versus whatever two teams you choose at a trios match MJF and FTR versus whoever you choose Mox versus Backlot Brawl um I kind of want to see him and him and Eddie Kingston like no longer be friends. Eddie Edwards, sorry. No, Kingston. Edwards, Kingston. Edwards is Impact. Yeah, sorry. Okay. They both they both really became prevalent in my life at the exact same time. So it was like ah, two Eddies. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah, which Eddie is which? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, it's not an appearance thing. I can tell you that. No. Um. So. Okay. Eddie Kingston versus Mox. And back okay. And then the second and one was second Hybrid one was 2. Hybrid 2 versus Seidel's versus whatever two tag teams you want. Ooh. It's fatal four-way tag teams. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to do... Even if they have an existing match for All Out, we can still pull them out of those. I mean, we're technically pretending like we're booking All Out all from scratch. So yes, you could pull people out if you wanted to. Okay. I chose so, not to myself, but No, and 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 I'm not I, I for some reason I think Private Party already has a match. No, they don't. Nope, Jurassic oh. Express will beat them. So Private Party and Best Friends. That'd be a good time. So, so hybrid two point FTR hybrid party. no no hybrid two side owls versus private party versus best friend right that that's, is a really really high flying match that is that's, 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 that's a lot like of you could activity. almost put that as a ladder match or a TLC sort of match and yeah and it would be fire as well but okay yes and then the final one I had was a trios match M- MJF and FTR versus. Oh, um, Sammy Guevara and the, uh, and the, the, uh, the, the, uh, pride and proud and powerful. I, I think that storyline is not completely done. I do like the idea of not having, not having, uh, uh, Jericho. Jericho. It, yep. That's the thing is, I, I think. I think uh, they, they did a really good thing on Rampage, having Jericho take some time off to recuperate and and uh, you know figure stuff out after his loss to MJF. And so uh, I think it makes it, it even makes sense for him to basically be like, I, I I don't know if I have it in me for this pay per view at all. Well, and, and and Guevara and him looking at Guevara and being like, you just beat the Murder Hawk. Like you're on a run, bud. Lead this team until I can come back. Mm-hmm. So now it's your turn. What three matches would you have me finish? Well, obviously there has to be a world title match. So the world title match with um, with uh, Kenny Omega, which means that you can choose Christian Cage or you can choose somebody else, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yes. Um. Uh. I uh, I would like to see Sheeta, a fatal four-way, 
Um, that was my air conditioner. A fatal four-way. <laughs> Hikaru, with Hikaru Shida. Um, a returning Riho. And then you get to pick the other two. And that's going to be a number one contenders match. Ooh. Okay. Um, meaning that they're definitely going to fight Britt Baker at some point. And then... Oh, we are going to do a crossover. Nope, we're not. I'm going to do this JLB style. I'm going to go through six different match <laughs> match types here. Um, I'm going to do a gets on the board match, which means that, that somebody's going to be able to increase the value of their contract. So um, who was it? The guy that just, just lost to uh, um, Miro. Fuego, who just got Fuego. a contract. Yep, Fuego del Sol for his contract um, to increase the value of his contract. Um, this is all going to be like a, um, Ooh, I like that idea. Okay. So this is going to be the, uh, the four corners, um, set up with the briefcases that impact did mm. feast or fired. Okay. Okay. So there's going to be an increase to your contract. There's going to be a title shot. So dollar amount increase title shot, um, paid vacation, and fired. Okay. So it's going to have Miro, Fuego del Sol. Um, you're going to have, I think, six entrants, and this is really the way to go. Um, so Miro, Fuego del Sol, uh, number, John, uh, number four. Is that John Silver? Number five. John Silver. No, five is Alan Angels. That's who I wanted. (laughs) There we go. I was trying to remember his name. Alan Angels. Um, You're going to have Brian Cage, since he no longer has Taz, which means he's going to get a briefcase. You're going to have... Okay, so so we're doing six total... Oh, yep, yep. So that's three. There's Mm -hmm. my three. Fuego and, okay. and Fuego, Miro, Brian Cage. Just having Miro and Brian Cage in there is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. They definitely get briefcases. Okay. Did we lose? Did we lose JLB now, or just no? I think camera? he just went. Just went audio only. Probably going potty or something. Yeah. Uh, either going potty or smoking. Just both. I am totally, like. I've stripped my phone of everything. Like I don't have a, uh, I don't have anything on it. It was so hot. I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to get a new phone. So, no charger, no nothing. Anyway, go on. Yours. Okay. You're gonna add. So, world title match. Omega versus. Oh, a wrestler to be announced, right? Yeah. Um, you don't have to do Christian Cage. You can do Christian no. Cage, but you don't have to. It's going to be booked as 
wrestler to be announced. So going into the show, we won't know who it is. Ooh. Um, that being said, we're going to hear a bit of classical music hit. It's going to be a debuting of Daniel Bryan. Brian yeah. Danielson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just because, why not? I mean, I, I'd love to put it as as um, Omega versus CM Punk, right? But here's the thing with CM Punk. Unlike Brian Danielson, um, CM Punk hasn't wrestled a full match in seven years, seven years, as far as we know. Now, he's kept himself in shape. He's shown up occasionally on the indies in disguise. And he worked as a, a stunt wrestler for a new TV show about wrestling, which I've been um, catching, called Heels, starring Stephen Amell. It's actually really good. So uh, that's beside the point. So he, so I know he's he's capable. And, of course, he was at one point one of the best in the world, in his mind, the best in the world. Right. So I'm sure he'll be good when he comes back. I'm not. But putting him straight into a match with Kenny Omega. And so that's why I like the idea of Brian Danielson being the surprise opponent and Kenny Omega throwing a fit like, what? No, no. Um, and they'd put on a fire match. So, yeah, they absolutely um, would. The four-way number one contenders match. Um, I feel like I want to do uh, some people not like. Well, and you have the ability to do crossovers, which is kind of cool. So if you wanted, if you wanted the queen, real queens have grace, Jordan Gray. That's my new gimmick for her. I really wanted to have a t-shirt that says Real Queens Have Grace. Not Flair. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, give me one second here. Because I, I want to I pull some people for this that might be surprising. Um say surprising but that that are not like the top like you'd expect me to put chris statlander in there um and <clears throat> to be honest i think she's the next feud for Britt baker they're certainly teasing it aren't they mm -hmm. um but i think instead we have ty conti okay all right my bad my eyes are freaking irritating me to the core. They're irritating us too. Yeah, it's okay. Oh. Oh. Um, <sighs> that's the one I want. So. So, so the two other entrances for that is going to be Tai Conti and Yuka Sakazaki. Um, Fair enough. So, uh, <laughs> Ty's going to be the only 
uh, non-Japanese wrestler in that one. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um, but that, I think, could make it a ton of fun. So. And then the Feast or Fired style match, of course. Um, I don't know. I guess with their partnership with Impact, they could actually do uh, Feast or Fired, potentially. You know, we could see that that crazy. Well, you don't have to call it. You don't have to call my, it. My Feast point or is, fire. with their partnership, they might be able to call it Feast or Fire. That's true. That's true. And that's what I was saying. I was originally saying a Feast or Fire type one, but I'm like, well, I might as well just call it Feast or Fire. Um. So Fuego versus Alan Angels versus Brian Cage versus. Oh shoot! I had four, so you better do a fourth because I said Miro as well. Oh, you also said Miro, yeah. Yeah. Unless you wanted to take so one of them. Do eight? No, let's do eight in there. That's fine. There can be four guys who leave with just their normal careers intact. <laughs> so feast or fire. <laughs> I think this is going to be one where I do call in impact. Some impact. You know what? I'm going to actually modified the style of match if that's okay not the yeah. style but just saying it's feast or fired but there will be eight briefcases Ooh, what are you gonna do with the other four so We're i think doubling up on each of the things it's just doubling up on each of them so there's two with rate increases two vacations two title shots and specifically you can have one be impact title one be aew title Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. And then and two, two fires. Right. Um, Knowing full well that the fires are really just going to switch brands. Yes. Temporarily. Like, we're not mm -hmm. going to fire any of these wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so because of that, we are going to have, because he's got to be in this as a moose. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Um, another one from Impact, Chris Bay. Hey, nice. I like it. Um, and then from AEW. This is going to be the one that's tons of fun uh, because we've already got a couple big guys in there, Miro and Brian Cage. So why not also throw Wardlow in there? Miro, Wardlow, Brian Cage, and Moose. And Fuego Del Sol is in that ring. Poor <laughs> bastard. Um, and so my final entry...
trying to think. Oh, this this one will play into uh uh storylines very well as well. Kip Sabian. Ooh. Because he's returning. The Miro, yeah. Mm-hmm. Returning from injury at the hands of Miro. I thought for sure you were gonna go with Sammy Callahan there, but that's all right. I did think about it, but he's a fireable guy that would just come back and keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Like dick move, Sammy. Why are you here? Over <laughs> and over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep destroying your main eventers till you give me my job back. <laughs> so. That's what I'm gonna do. But I'm glad you didn't. I mean, I, I think I think you're mm-hmm. right. Kip Sabian returning in that match, yes, and exercising away for quite some shot time, on the TNT title later would be really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So, in fact, we could even it could even be a feaster fired with staggered entry. So, kind of a Royal Rumble sort of a thing. I like uh, it. Starting, but it starts with, with two, two or three, maybe even three in the ring. That's fair, right? Um, and then every, I don't know, minute or so, another one comes in. But Royal Rumble, uh, not Royal Rumble, but um, what's, the, what's the one? You mentioned um, you get your briefcase and just go sit and wait, no, not knowing what it is. It's with potentially, I, I, w- I was going to say uh, we do it by, like, uh, war game style rules where you can't grab a briefcase until everyone is in. Okay, um, that's fair. So, so when it first starts off, there are people battling to try to to establish a a dominance so that they've got their choice, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing full well that once everyone's in, it's going to be a chaos for a while. But once you grab your briefcase, you go sit you, on the ramp. <laughs> yeah, you go sit on the ramp with your briefcase to find out. So that would be a nuts match. That would be that nuts. would be fun. Well, the, and the big thing is, can you imagine like one of your first guys that gets it can be be a guy who's getting quote fired, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and so he yeah. sat there that whole time anticipating, and then he's fired. You know, Shit. So, so you know, it would be really fun. You have Fuego be one of the people who gets the title shot. <laughs> no, knowing full well that Fuego versus Kenny Omega. Would be an absolute down. <laughs> <laughs> but it still would be tons of fun. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the last one. Well, that was our last one, wasn't it? That was it? the last one, yep. Okay, so we have to book how they win, right? Or who wins what? And... I, I don't know if that was part of the challenge. Let's uh, look at uh, the guy Well, who... I mean... I guess that would make sense, though. Okay. And you're booking it, so, so you also so we'll have to go, book a winner. We'll we'll go down a backlot brawl: Mox versus Kingston. That's Mox. Normally, yeah, I would normally say Mox. I, I I'm gonna put a. However, it doesn't to... hurt Mox to lose. Yeah, and that's... it vaults Kingston to win. Elevate Kingston. That's more what I was thinking. I would put an argument towards Kingston winning just to put him up. The pedestal a bit more. I, I really don't think there has to be a turn for that match. I think that they can no. just say, hey, we're friends. I want a match like this with you. 
And and Mox would be like, <laughs> it would work, dude. That's that's my kind of match. You sure you want to do this? And Kingston being like, no, yeah, I, I do. And King and Mox going, are are you sure? Like, I'm your friend. <laughs> I don't want to hurt Let's you, go. man. And, and that that's why I think Kingston can win in the end, and then there can be the show of respect handshake afterwards, sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Was the Nick Cage thing like a one-off? Is he never coming back to AE Dubs now, or what? It, it the Nick Cage was was a one well, theoretically a one-off. I mean, he's still a GCW wrestler. Um, you know, I it was kind of booked like uh, when they brought um. What's his name? Totally blanking. Jeff Cobb in yeah. a year ago when he was one of uh, Chris Jericho's challenges to to uh, MJF. Moxley. I think it was MJF. Moxley. Mm. It was Moxley. It doesn't uh, matter. Anyways, so, so I say we go with Kingston winning that one. Okay, I'll go with that. So uh, the four-way tag team, Hybrid 2 versus the Side Elves versus Private Party versus Best Friends. As much as I want the best friends to win this, uh, I think the side elves have the biggest upside of those people that hasn't been reached yet. And I think, I think it is this a title shot? Does this result in a title shot? I didn't have this specifically doing a title shot, but it makes sense. It's still... I think the biggest upside is for the side elves. I think they're the ones who gain the most out of, out of winning this. I think everybody thinks it's a fire match at the end of it. Yeah. I mean, we got done booking and I went, holy shit, that's going to be great. <laughs> I'll go with side elves. I'm fine. Even if you make it the whole stipulation, whoever wins this match can get a tag team title shot, but they have to face the Young Bucks right after their match. <laughs> but you guys already put Young Bucks somewhere else, right? Or no, you we didn't, didn't end up no, the only, the only title holders that we put in there were Miro and Miro and uh, and Omega. Uh, Omega. Um, that said, the only title match we put in there was Miro, knowing full well that the others would have Omega. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was Omega. Yeah. So. So. Okay. Trios: MJF and FTR versus Inner Circle. Sammy Inner circle, Sammy and Browder. Um, I like Sammy's run right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I this really has to do. be Sammy. In fact, I think this has to be Sammy pinning MJF. Yes. Oh and wow! Yeah. Because it builds a new feud for MJF. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it's still within the inner circle. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's the fine. the two factions feuding is great. MJF, <laughs> you didn't destroy our team. You just you just beat one guy that was one of our leaders. Because you our team, you made us better. because he stayed down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. World title match: Omega versus to be announced. That turns out to be Brian Danielson. Omega. Yeah. Ooh. Omega has to keep the title. But he but he's a heel, so he can still keep it with shenanigans. Yeah, he can cheat and shenanigans and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not beating Brad Danielson clean, that's for sure. No. I'm not a debuting Brian Danielson. No. 
Oh, okay. I hope that happens. Please, AEW gods, make it a thing. <laughs> Who's Omega facing it all out? Christian, Christian Cage. Cage. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> Women's number one contender match. Women's number one contender match. Shida versus Riho versus Tai Conti. Tai Conti versus Yuka Sakazaki. Number one, I feel like this number one contender is kind of like when you when when Jungle Boy got it, and we we're like, oh well, that's going to be on a Wednesday night and not uh-huh. be a Jungle Boy win. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, I I think the reintroduction of Rio puts her high on the list. I, I think Sheeta established herself over the last year yeah. as as a viable as it was. Um, so it's it's either Riho or Tecanti. Um, I feel like the other two are already established. Yeah, Yuka Sakazaki. Um, there, there's, there's room to say she needs more, more pop. <laughs> I think, I think she. Here, here's the thing with her. She's got this magical girl sort of gimmick that I think she doesn't actually need a belt to kind of get over on that gimmick right now. So, I think, I think this is the time you give Tay a shot. Yeah. Let, like as I said, any one of these four, you don't have a beat Brit right now. No. Like you just don't. No. <laughs> okay. So. so now is the feast you're fired. This is the tough one. Um <laughs> first two entrants. So I think First three, because I wanted to start off. I think we start off with three. That's you, okay, I can do three. Um, if only because I think number one's got to be Fuego. Yeah, yeah, I think you got to feel is like. based around him. I feel like you Fuego's go, getting fucked. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's what everybody's going to think this entire time. Yeah. Which means. Big guys in there. Which means which I means think you, you also have to have Miro early. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Miro, but to offset Miro, about the only thing to keep uh, uh, Fuego safe for Miro has got to be another relatively big guy. I think Brian uh, Cage being the good guy now is the right guy. That that was my thoughts as well. I, I was thinking maybe Moose to get, get an impact guy in right off the bat, but but so. So no. then, <clears throat> yeah, so I think, um, so this way it can be Fuego basically running for Miro uh, and then Brian Cage intervening. Um, no, that doesn't mean Brian Cage doesn't attack Fuego. No. Fuego gets too close. Just the, 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 the bulls are locking horns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think... Who should be number four? The first of the time. I think Kip Sabian's the last one in. I will say that. I'd be fine with that. He's returning. Um, You had... Who's left? So we still have Alan Angels, five. uh, Moose, Chris Bay, and Wardlow. I think Chris Um, Bay coming in here is fantastic. I, I think so too, except there's something poetic about Alan Five Angels oh. 
being the fifth entrant. Well, he's the fourth though, because remember we're putting we're putting Kip Sabian last. Yeah, but I feel like yes. you guys said a fourth. Um, no, you're right. He, he's right. We didn't say a fourth. So, oh, so yeah, we can, so we can have Chris, Chris Bay, Bay here. In. Yeah, which Chris gives Bay a little bit more fourth. altitude to the match. Mm-hmm. Then Alan Angel's fifth. Alan Angel's fifth. Which then um, means we're down to either Moose or Wardlow or Moose. I think Moose coming in close to Chris Bay is a good one. They've had good feuds. Um, it allows for that feud to, to rekindle and fire up, even though it's not going to be the only part of this match, but that's a mm-hmm. good spot there. Okay. Um, and Which means Wardlow comes in. Wardlow 7, Kip Sabian is the last one. Yep. Wardlow kind of doesn't even have a feud in this whole thing, though. Everyone nope, else... He's trying to get a title shot, man. Trying to get a title shot. Trying to That's establish right. himself outside of Pinnacle. Because mm. here's the deal. That's obviously, <coughs> at least to me, the storyline that they're starting to tell with him right now. Is yeah. he's starting to get a little fed up with MJF just kind of looking at him as the... Muscle. The muscle, right? And I mean, you saw the way when MJF... Basically said, if you don't do your job and put him away, you know, I'm going to be pissed sort of a thing. And so th- this is going to be Wardlow attempting to establish himself outside of. Without ruining the pinnacle yet. Because, without ruining the pinnacle. Yeah, because it's, all, it's very, very WWE for the first first event to be a turn. You don't have to have a turn first. No. This is in more fact, evolution. I won fact, the Royal Rumble. You can have him earn something, like have him win a title shot and have the turn actually be that MJF wants him to give him the title shot. And Ward was like, no, I earned this. You could. Yeah, you could. Um, so, um, so, so in the end, though, now we've got briefcases to hand out. So, um, I think Kip Sabian gets a title shot uh, at the title of his choosing, and he doesn't go after Omega. He goes after Miro. I also think Fuego gets a title shot. I think I think Fuego getting the title shot is the the thing that I'll. Uh, that's the hill I'm going to die on on this. So I'll allow Kip Sabian as well uh, just for this to be this match. Well, with... and, and you can skip that because I, never mind. The feud the feud builds it already. Moose is a title shot. So, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, one of the big guys like Moose or Brian Cage getting the title shot. Yeah, um, getting that impact title shot for, for Moose, I think, is the right move there. Shot at Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. So, so now that leaves us with uh, two people getting increases, two people getting vacations, and two people getting fired. So, so let's Miro gets a paid vacation, but it's to a shitty location. <laughs> <laughs> Your paid vacation in Siberia. 
Uh, no, I, I, I think, I think since he's he's calling himself God's chosen champion, it should be to the Vatican. That works. I like it. <laughs> um, and only the Vatican, not Rome. Yes, just Vatican. Two City. weeks in Vatican City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's DJ and, and his sexy wife doesn't get to come with him. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just one ticket. One, it's one person. <laughs> one person. The other paid vacation is family and everything, but Miro gets just shit on. <laughs> so uh, the other vacation, who would do we do that? Chris Bay is a good vacation. I'm fine hey, with that. Chris Bay would be a good vacation. I. I also was thinking maybe Wardlow because remember the storyline I pitched. Where oh, Wardlow... MJF! I got yeah, I got a paid vacation. Yeah, and MJF being like, "No, you're giving that to me, right?" You know, yeah, that's my pay. Yeah, that where works. am I gonna go? Yeah, so. what? Wait a minute, you're not gonna be here for two weeks? No, I'm. I'm I've got a family paid vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, take me as your family. Yeah, you're not my family, man. Yeah, so. That leaves uh, two people for uh, pay increases and two people to get fired. Um, so, so here, here's my argument for one of the fired, because okay. I, I, I just think I, I, that makes it a lot, a little bit easier. I think Brian Cage is one of the fired, but I think we so have too. we have him do the like you kind of said, Sammy Callahan, still going to show up. Yeah, that works. Um, I, and not, now I'm going to just show up with a ticket and I'm going to be front row. And when uh, anybody Ricky walks Starks, past me, I'm going to just clothesline him. Yeah. And when Ricky Starks uh, is in the ring, I'm going to jump the fence and I'm going to destroy him. Yep. So that, that works. I like that one. The other fired. Um, so there's three left. We've got Chris Bay left. Yeah, we've got Chris Bay. Kip Sabian and Alan Angels. I think Alan Angels is a good fired because then he just comes in with uh, Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Like he's still here, he just doesn't have matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, then, and then everybody's just like, "No, he's gonna get a match. He, he has to have a, no. He doesn't work here." <laughs> well, you could even do. Um, you could bring back the minions, whatever they called them. Uh, yeah, he just wears a mask. Yep. He just wears a different mask. Yep. And now, now he's one of the minions. No, that's 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 five. No, no, look, he doesn't have a number anymore. That's that's not five. It's not five. So like they they keep smuggling him in, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Which means um, Chris, Chris Bay goes, and Kate Kip Sabian get increases. Pay increases. But they, they're different nominal amounts. Like Chris Bay gets a $10,000 increase and Kip Sabian gets a $1 increase in pay. I think Kip Sabian's increase is um, uh, is, a, is an Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be fantastic. It works. <laughs> it works because they didn't say what it is. Yes. None of that said beforehand. He's, uh, uh, he has his own. He has his own game channel, I guess. Yeah, he's got a okay. Twitch channel that he does. Um, oh, in fact, right. Yeah. 
In fact, you could even uh, say instead of it being a pay increase, it, it could just be a, a reward. Additional benefits. Yeah, yes. a, a, a benefit reward of some sort. And for him, it's... Here's, here's your one-year Xbox Game Pass subscription. As well as Tony Khan, as well as Tony Khan and uh, um, Scott Demore work together. I'd have them. I'd have them be like, "Oh, okay, you open that briefcase. Oh, you're fired." And then, but but for the two vacations, I'd have them come out with an envelope and be like, "No, you can't read it." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the, Miro, you're going to. The Vatican, <laughs> you know, just changed their mind out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, and and you could even play off, and this would be something Impact would have to agree to, but you can play off the fact that AEW's owner is a billionaire, and Impact's oh, he... owner is is a is a corporation, a smaller corporation, right? Um, and so it, all Impact could afford was um, something game that pass. they could get their get their sponsors to pay for, which was a Xbox Game Pass donated by Microsoft uh, <laughs> and and a one one person trip to the Vatican donated by by the Catholic Church. Um, whereas, you know, uh, the billionaire Tony Khan is like, here's your one week vacation for your whole family to Tahiti. Or Turks and Caicos. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag blue sponsors. Turks and Caicos. Mm. He's on to something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Turks and Caicos. Yep. So. So that's a ton of fun. I'm down with that match. So who officially so, got fired? Uh, five and Brian Cage and Brian Cage. Um, five. Yeah. Okay. So that was a long one. So I'm going to be a little bit easier for mine. Um, Sort of. Short as possible. (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be short. It's up to you, right? I I need you, um, both of you, of course, are going to book the first feud up until the pay-per-view, the next pay-per-view, um, for a uh, Mr. Adam Cole Bebe. But the catch is one of you has to do, because we don't know where he's going yet, one of you has to do his first AEW feud, and one of you has to do his first main roster WWE feud. Oh, snap. So, I'll let you choose, Fabe. Fabe. You can choose. Sorry, I had my mic up. Um, I uh, I'm gonna be nice to you, and I'm gonna give you AEW, but you have to go first. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like you make. I feel like you make Adam Cole's first feud. With MJF. I don't know. Something about MJF is treating like his uh, pinnacle really badly or whatever. And he's kind of 
just barking orders or something. And he gets to a point where he's flipping out. Okay. And he's like flipping out on them. No one knows what's kind of happening. Um, just, he's just screaming at all of them. And then next thing you know, you hear boom. And then I don't know whatever music they have. Um, I don't know if WWE trademark boom. I don't know if you can. I guess you could. Probably didn't if they didn't realize his contract was coming up. Most likely they didn't uh, trademark it. But yeah. And then you have Adam Cole kind of like come to the ring and said, listen, you don't know how to be a leader and kind of does the whole like, I know what it takes to be a leader. I've led a faction for my entire career and they treated. And then at the end of the day, um, uh, well, we can't say at the end of the day because then that's like you're right. Ra- uh, okay, yeah. So maybe you kind of flip it up, but at the end of the day, um, I, I, but at the end of the day, you still gotta whatever because he's gonna be a good guy, of course. Because there's no way Adam Cole is gonna be heel, although he's so good at it right from the get go. Because the fans are just gonna be crazy screaming. He's not gonna be a a, a, a heel right away. So you make him face MJF kind of just, and the whole thing is uh, what's on the line is going to be who will be leading the pinnacle sort of ordeal. So that's the stakes of, uh, of the match because he's just like, Hey, you don't know how to lead the group, blah, blah, blah. I've had, five plus years of leading a a group and we've won all the titles, blah, blah, blah. What have you done? You've done nothing. Adam Cole slaps him. Uh, Both men could talk on the mic. That's just going to be a phenomenal storyline. This would lead you to, I guess, full gear. Um, Since all out is way too soon, you really have to kind of build this up and then slowly but surely you kind of see everyone everyone on MJF's pinnacle group wanting to um, hinting that they would want Adam Cole to win but at the end of the day um, you have to make Adam Cole win that match and be the leader but MJF has a few tricks up his sleeve and in fact um, it's going to be some kind of all of a ruse where he's not going to own up to the bet and uh, the pinnacle is kind of still going to be on his side which um, yeah I just think would be a fire storyline all in all just between those two bickering at each other Um I guess MJF doing that with anyone's going to be good, but Adam Cole could hold his own. And that match can be pretty exciting. Not exciting like uh, Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson or something like that there. But uh, to start him off, you don't start him off at the world title picture right away. There's too many people going after that at the moment. Um, But yeah, I think you do MJF, Adam Cole. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. So in WWE, I, I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let the WWE plans come to fruition. 
Adam Cole is going to beat Reginald for the 24-7 No! What are you Hold doing? Hold on. <laughs> it's not the feud. He's going to happen across Reginald the night he beats Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title. He's going to be dripping with gold, and there's going to be a feud between Johnny Drip Drip and Seth Rollins. Oh, you're just making all kinds of storylines, but I like it. Okay. So there's already a feud between Johnny Drip Drip and Seth Rollins, and they're going to talk about how their drip is so great left and right, and that feud's going to be <laughs> happening. While Adam Cole is building on his rematches with Shinsuke and everything, and at the end of that feud between those two fighting, Adam Cole's going to go, the only drip I need is gold. And I'm dripping with gold. Mm. I'm the real drip drip. To call so out who ever... the next champion is. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that when you do a triple threat, Shinsuke, Seth, nope, Adam Cole. Nope. Nope. Because... Be because <laughs> Seth needs a new damn gimmick and Johnny Drip Drip works okay. So um, it's not who I want for John Morrison. I really don't want either of them to have the gimmick, um, which means yeah. Adam Cole can knock off Johnny Drip Drip. And, and I, Seth puts on a great match, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but there's something to be said for the idea of John Morrison versus Adam Cole. That would match mm -hmm. would be fire. Yeah, and I think that Johnny that. Uh, that uh, until until they get rid of Johnny Drip Drip, Morrison is not going to cut good promos. The, his character is literally designed to cut shitty promos. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you can have go. Uh, you can have um, Adam Cole carry the feud part at the beginning, um, but still beat Morrison. But Morrison gives up to Johnny Drip Drip and wants to move back to you know, his ECW champion days when he was really freaking good and enjoyable. Yeah, he was fire there. So at least we're going to get the Miz versus Morrison though. Finally that's happening. So yeah, hopefully that's and, uh, a fun time. But yeah, I, I, I think draped in gold versus drip drips. I think, uh, and you could do either one of those two. Uh, the only reason, the only reason I haven't beat Reginald and, Shinsuke is to put two titles on him at a time so he can come in with the dripped in gold and then talk about the drip drips. It's kind of messed up. That's then, how WWE would do it. <laughs> and then, well, except they'd fuck it up somehow. Oh, I have no sure. clue how they would fuck it up. They would just they fuck would... it up by only giving him the 24-7 championship. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got gold. Oh, my God. No, you don't. Like, yeah. So... Um, I, I do it to end two really not two of the worst um, gimmicks those two particular wrestlers have ever had. They've both had way better gimmicks um, and get that over with. And I do it to let WWE have their really to end the 24-7 championship at some point, maybe. Mm. I was excited for that title, and then they just they only defended on the shows. So, and okay. then oh my god, the whole Tazawa and our truth like you let him get away. I'm like, what? Are you, yeah, what yeah, am I just, watching? A five year old cartoon show? Like, it's just ugh. 
Like, do they have a recap show like on Saturday mornings that that I don't know about? Maybe that's what they're using that for. This week in WWE? Is that what it's called? Recap show. Well, it's one of the recap shows. Yeah. Maybe that's on the network, and it's developed and it's designed for kids. Maybe a little bit. Oh uh, no, not necessarily. Camp WWE, no, Camp WWE was not designed for kids. <laughs> it was just cartoons, but yeah, no, not necessarily for kids. But they probably should do something like that. That would only make sense. They they had it. In fact, Smarks himself has said that he watched it as a kid, and I know I did. It's the reason I watch wrestling now. Is actually Todd Pettengill's Saturday morning WWE or Saturday. Well, that was Saturday night's wrestling. main event, right? No, Saturday mornings. It was during cartoon time. Oh, okay. It's about yeah. the time you stop getting, you stop being into cartoons a little bit. I once described this as when you stop loving Ninja Turtles and Smarks nearly punched me through a phone. Because yes. you yeah. never, never stop, stop loving never Ninja stop. Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles count it off. Yep, sir. That's that the new is theme. Totally the wrong song. <laughs> no, that's the new one. That's the new theme, technically. That's horrible. No, it's actually yes. pretty catchy. One, two, no. three, four turtles. It's Here. a trend we eggs and turtles fighting underground. Yeah, it's like the 2003 Heroes version. in a half shell. Turtle power. Turtle power. Yes. Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja We're going to get a copyright strike just for that. Um, oh. <laughs> you didn't sound like it. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think they care. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. So, so I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and actually book my own challenge, um, in a way, just because I think I think JLB missed an obvious option, um, and that's because uh, AEW knows the internet marks all know that Britt Baker and Adam Cole are together an item um there's no hiding that so you you have him come on and openly be with Britt baker um which then means what he does is he comes on and he attacks a person connected to the Britt baker feud of the day which right now is is most likely chris statlander and who happens to be really close to Chris Statlander right now. Well, it's Mr. Orange Cassidy himself. Oh, Jesus. And and so you have cuz here's the Adam Cole even when he comes in and even when uh the fans are all cheering for him cuz he's new, right? You put him against Orange Cassidy right off the bat and you'll get him heel heat immediately. And uh I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have no interest in seeing face Adam Cole. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> no interest whatsoever in it. And so what you got to do is you got to figure out who do you put him against right off the bat to get him that heel heat. And Orange Cassidy is about the best option, if you ask me. Has Adam Cole ever been a face in NXT? I feel like I've always seen him as a heel. Yes. Um, yes, he's been a heel as far as he's been in uh, WWE. And he was a heel most of his time before WWE. So, oh, okay. So, how would you guys know? He he's had face <laughs> times, 
That's what I said most of his time. He won sure he return is. from inter- injury type face mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. I mean, think the only way you can get Triple H to be a face, you know? Mm-hmm. He gets that kind of heel heat. Yes. Um, and he's really good at it. And and ultimately, yeah. in the end, um, forcing someone to be a face just because you want him to, um, forcing him to work against what their skill set is, doesn't help anyone. No. So. Only if yeah. Becky knew that. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. <laughs> you know, Becky wants to be a heel, and I'm fine. I said this. I said this after SummerSlam. I don't have a problem with heel Becky. I have a problem with the way they did it, right? Um, and more specifically, I think I have a problem because it didn't set her up as a heel very well, right? It was right. one one sort of cheap shot, and and then a slam, and she won. And I think a cheat to win victory over Bianca Belair in three to five minutes would have been a better way to set her up as a heel. Have it start off looking like it's going to be a honorable fight between them. um, And then having a very, very blatant cheat to win. Um, Like I'm talking legs on the rope, roll up sort of a thing. Um, Or even she puts her in the disarmor. But while the referee's down checking, she puts her feet up on the ropes to push off to put more leverage on yeah. the arm bar. Um, just blatantly cheating and about to break Bianca Belair's arm. Because then Bianca Belair can tap out um, <coughs> or pass out. You know what right. I mean? Um, and, and still maintain a whole lot of face and maintain some some power um and becky can be 100 percent heel and still put her in the same position it was the 27 second victory that bugged me the most not the heel turn and not the fact that she won 27 mm-hmm. seconds that's what bugged me i uh i would say that there's there becky has done such a good job with the man character there is no such thing as a heel becky well, and I think that's what we're gonna find. Well, I think she's gonna she's I gonna think try to be a heel. I think you described the one way you could do it, and that's have her mm-hmm. constantly cheat with the disarmor. With the disarmor, she can't cheat any other way because that's gonna be that's gonna be brawler cheat. And brawler cheat isn't cheating, but technical cheat is cheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there can still be cheating with uh, feet on the ropes pins stuff like that um cheating but yeah you know she if she's you know uh low blowing people when the ref's not looking that's just gonna be a stone cold yeah you know anti-hero sort of thing so yeah If, if, if you don't get the yeah otherwise she she is literally on almost the exact same path as stone cold slightly different writing and even with her being gone for 18 months, she's not going to go. It's going to be tough to make her heal. She could say the same stupid crap that Charlotte says that makes me go, God, get Charlotte out of wrestling. And and I'd be like, yeah, fucking Becky. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the old when when they had Charlotte do that. I'm oh, she's doing the the tired old. Uh, I don't need the crowd. Gimmick. I don't need family. I don't need family. I don't need friends. I don't need you. I don't need anything. I need this lamp. Sorry. <laughs> I went to the jerk and, and I apologize. That, that's fantastic. <laughs> well played. There's people, who, there's people who have no clue, but that's fantastic. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. But we will go ahead and move game. on to our mini game. AEW Impact or Ring of Honor. This game is, is where we kind of challenge each other. Where would we put one of these three WWE wrestlers? Um, I'm going to start off with, I'm keeping it WWE. Uh, here's here's my thing. I know we've used at least, I know we've used all three of these people at some point. I don't think we've ever used them in this uh, combination. So um, these are people who are currently being very underutilized in WWE and deserve to be someplace else. We got Karrion Cross, Ricochet, Dominic Dijakovic. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, damn. Okay. Dominic Dijakovic to, um, yeah, Dominic Dijakovic to AEW. <clears throat> Ricochet to Impact. And uh, Karen Cross can go to ROH because I'm not a fan of his. You're not allowed to talk ever again. That's fine. It's, it's very much fine. So but, yeah, I'm going to throw I mean, a curveball. You're done. You said it. You're over. You don't have to explain. I'm done. I'm done. It was wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm going to throw a curveball and I'm going to put uh, there, there's an upside to each and every one of these. I really think Karrion Cross and AEW um, changes everything. And I mean everything. I really, really feel like like that's a that's he, he's nearly the guy you could have be the one that knocks off Kenny Omega. Like that's how good he is. Um, um and he's just so dominant. It's wonderful. Anyway, um, I'm going to have Dominic Dijakovic go to Impact. And this is not out of disrespect for Ricochet. I'm going to take him to ROH. And the reason I'm taking him to ROH is the prime of his career was as King Ricochet in ROH. There's not a soul on the planet who doesn't think that that was the best gimmick, the best run he had. And it was booking that fucked him other places so king ricochet comes back to roh for his benefit because i don't know that the other two can book him right i think they mm. can't i think AEW could but mm -hmm. I, you don't put gold on him in AEW. no i mean yeah the closest two talent was loaded in in AEW would maybe be a tnt title yeah it's two talent or the trios back. Or the trios, they hook him up yeah. with uh, two people. But yeah, I unfortunately don't see him winning a world title or anything like that, though. Although him versus Kenny would be pretty fire. Oh, it'd be a great match. You're just not going to put gold on him. Yeah. Right. I mean, Ricochet versus Matt Seidel would be fire. 
but versus Cody versus versus Malachi Black versus yeah. Brian Cage. Okay, the Brian Cage one would suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even even in a in a handicap match versus the Young Bucks would be yeah. Oh, okay, you, hell, you could make that for the titles. That's a place you could put some gold on him. Uh-huh. Have him win both the tag titles against the Young Bucks. Yeah. Boom. That'd be cool. pretty badass. No, That'd be cool. No. I, I, I would put Karrion Cross in AEW. I just think there's so much upside to him. I think I think those guys would sell that, that move set so very, very well. Um that's where I'd go. Okay. So who wants hmm. to go next? Um, I'll go. I okay. can go. It's not a big deal. Um I'm gonna uh, give you uh Three guys who we redressed. That's literally <laughs> what I'm going to do. Um, so I'm going to go with Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, no, one of them we didn't redress. Okay, so they're NXT call-ups, I guess. Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Keith Lee, and Damian Priest. And I'm sure we've done this exact set when they Probably were actually that. in NXT. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. While um, they were in NXT. So Dominic, Damien, and Keith Lee. Yep. Okay, so... If you ask uh, somebody three years ago who's going to be the biggest star of those three on WWE, Damien Priest is is 0% of the time the answer. <laughs> and yet he is. <laughs> right now, fucking Vince. Uh, Jesus. Well, I mean, no, he's he's a pretty good wrestler. I like him. It's just... Like, I don't know. He's not doing much. He's just not um, Dominic Dijakovic or Keith Lee. <laughs> no, but he's also not. Didn't he win the NXT title, though? No. Wasn't he the NXT no. champion? He's, what title did he win? He's the only one of those three that never won gold in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. He won gold. He was in the pool with Triple H. Or not in the pool with Triple H, but he was in the jacuzzi. He had a belt on him. Uh, maybe the North American. Um, yeah, okay. I, yeah, no, that oh, he, I think he beat he, Johnny Gargano for it. Yes, yeah, he he, did. he won that like two weeks before his call up, and then got beat by. Uh, was it Bronson Reed? Yeah, probably. Uh, it might have been. No, Gargano beat him back. Bronson Reed beat Gargano, didn't he? Um. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Okay, so there's uh, no way I'm not putting Keith Lee anywhere else but into AEW. Um, that's first and foremost. Um, I do think he would have a lot of potential and impact as well, but you got to give him the bigger TV time. And honestly, whatever. He could t- still technically face Moose and um, other people, Sammy Callahan, if anything, which would be kind of weird, but still whatever but like whatever they're they're working together so you can still kind of see that but definitely him as an aew star um i think yeah you kind of you kind of have to put dominic dajakovic in impact then i think damien is the weakest out of the bunch so damien would have to go to i don't know if he's ever been to roh or not but he's gonna he's gonna be there so he was punishment, punishment Martinez. Martinez. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. 
Right. Okay. With Fair. the way better name. Um, yes. So uh, I'm going to do. Also, uh, way larger waistline. Yes, he was a little chubbier at the time. He was a big dude, yeah. Um, uh, It's one of the advantages that WWE has is because they've got the performance center. uh, When you get signed there, you get to do the weight training. And so people who outside of WWE on the indies tend to be a little bit, a little bit higher body fat percentage. Uh, So we say it that way tend to lean up considerably once they come to WWE. So uh, Punishment Martinez is going to show back up in Ring of Honor. Uh, and and he's going to show up and he's going to dominate there again um, with his new, new physique. Um, where we're going to differ is, in this case, I'm going to put Dijak in AEW um, so we can have Keith Lee battling moose and willie mack and chris bay yeah, but you can still have all this anyways uh for the time being you can but i want it to be the Forever. regular I, I, <laughs> I want i want there to be a, a three-month feud between moose and and keith lee over the impact world title um Back and forth. Only three months? Well, and then it'd be between... You know, Keithley and Sammy Callahan, and, and then Sam it comes McCallan. back. Uh, and, then and then Moose comes back. Moose comes back, and, and then and then Chris Bay decides he wants a shot at the world title. And, um, but anyway. Keithley's back. And then Keithley's <laughs> back, you know. Um, yeah. And then uh, that puts Dijak in AEW where he would be, uh, this was the one reason I was like, maybe I don't, because Keith Lee, uh, Dijak will tower over most of the AEW roster. Including the big guys. Including the big guys. Oh, really? That's my only worry on it. How tall is Dominic? Dijak. uh, He's seven feet? Six, eight. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think Lance Archer is only like six six. Yeah, in fact, he's actually billed as six nine. So, uh, let's see. Lance Archer is well. Luchasaurus. Lance Archer is also billed at six eight, so he won't tower too much over them. But he still will be taller than most of them. Um, and and so, but I just think his his athleticism has not been showcased on main roster WWE. At all. And at all, you know, they, they decided they just want him to be the typical big guy, you know, come in big guy, strong beatner. Um, so, so Dijak in AEW could show off what he can do. But, hmm. Okay. All right. So JLB. <laughs> We're not going to forget about you this time. Oh, thank you. So kind. Um, we are going to do woman wrestlers. And this one's going to be a little hard. But I feel like Smarks knows what he'll do already. But let's do it. Let's get the man in there, Becky Lynch. We're going to have the woman who everyone fears. And she's the Empress of Tomorrow, but she's not on TV. We're going to have good old Asuka there. 
And we are going to have the fiendet. Actually, no. Let me change Bliss with Shayna. Mm, that might be worse. You know, fuck, screw it. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Okay. So, Becky. Shana I can almost guarantee Blue. this challenge has come out of that mouth before. <laughs> has it? Yeah, you think? I can almost guarantee it. Almost no, I, I, I probably would have said, like, Becky, Sasha, or whatever. That's how little WWE has changed in all this time. I'm <laughs> 99% sure that this that challenge has come out of that mouth before. The, the only reason I'm not that certain is just because Becky's been gone for so long that um, it could have been uh, most of this challenge, but without Becky, because she was gone. But so, I think we were doing the challenges, though. We, we I, were I, doing them before she'd left, uh, so it could have been before, but there's a large chunk of her having been gone. Anyways, um, you throwing Shayna in actually made this tougher on me. Nice. But not not one hundred percent tougher, because the simple fact is, um, even after being gone for a year and a half, um, Becky is still probably the biggest female draw in WWE. Yeah, uh, uh, which means if you're AEW and you have a chance to sign Becky Lynch, you fucking sign Becky Lynch, right? right. You, you open up that wallet and say, "How much of this do you want?" <laughs> um, here's a blank you, check take whatever you want so, so Becky to AEW um, Baszler to Impact Asuka to Ring of Honor hmm. just cause I would, I would like to see I would like to see Baszler versus uh like Jordan Grace would be fun to see. Mm. But on top of it, Impact has shown that they're not afraid to uh, do some some uh, cross-gender matches. So I think a Baszler versus Sammy Callahan in like a street fight style match. That would be, be badass. So, and then, you know, Asuka can go to Ring of Honor and just absolutely demolish people there. Yeah, I uh, the, if I made a change, actually, I would not make a change. I think you're 100 percent on. Um, but if I made a change, the only change I would make is to bring Baszler to AEW, um, as mm. as it amplifies the in ring performance, but it does not amplify the draw. Yeah, that that's the deal. It's uh, in in the long run, I think Baszler has more to give AEW. In terms of like in ring performance, and this yeah. isn't trying to, trying to. This isn't uh, dissing Becky's in ring performance Becky at all. You know, yeah. The Baszler can put on an Iron Man match, and mm -hmm. Becky, Becky needs the pop that does not go with Iron Man matches. Exactly, but I mean, on top of that, like Baszler can do, do uh, Moxley style death matches. So can, I mean, yeah. imagine a, a Baszler versus Britt Baker lights out match. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give put that right in my veins. Um, 
But again, Becky, the chance to sign Becky Lynch, that's that's a Tom Brady level sort of a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that is that is beyond a Lex Luger moment. Mm hmm. That's actually more than a Lex Luger moment. That's more than a Bret Hart moment. That's yeah. more than, like, that's how big she is right now. Okay. It would be if if WWE could have gotten Becky? Stone Cold back. Who's the bigger, Who's the bigger draw, Becky, draw? Or? Becky or CM Punk? Um, Becky's more impactful than WWE. Yes. Yeah. CM I, Punk. CM Punk is a bigger pop though. CM, you know, and I mean, some of it comes down to to being gone for seven years. Yeah, but being gone yeah. for seven years, yeah. Um, be, being seen like CM Punk was was seen as um, he represents us, the people, the will right. of us, right? Whereas Becky, Becky is more of a pop in a traditional wrestler pop in a like Stone Cold sort of pop, right? right. So, um, but along the same lines, you know, if, if it can't comes down to, to use the phrase, moving the needle, if, if we're talking 100% about the idea of how do we get viewers from WWE to tune into AEW, um, the CM Punk viewers stopped watching WWE, right? Um, years ago, the Becky Lynch viewers are still watching WWE but would follow her. You know what I mean? So right. so Becky Lynch would have the bigger I I feel would have the bigger impact on AEW viewership than CM yeah. Punk. I mean don't get me wrong, CM Punk gave Rampage a, a quarter of a million more views viewers mm -hmm. than they had before. I mean that's a big big jump right there for Friday night one hour show. Uh, but I I really do think Becky coming over could be a half a million. Oh wow! Easily. Yeah, you know. Becky. I mean, Becky's a yeah. The other piece is the long term draw. I mean, mm -hmm. here's the deal: CM Punk raises the bar in AEW a couple inches. Becky raises the bar in a in, and so it does matter where they go, mm -hmm. um, because CM Punk and Impact raises the bar feet. Yeah. Well, and and here's and, and the thing: AEW raises it inches. Becky raises the bar feet everywhere. Yeah. Well, and, and that's important to note. It also talks about division, right? In AEW, their men's division is already fucking stacked. Stacked. Right. Uh, in AEW, their women's division is seen as their weakest division. Um, it's improved by leaps and bounds, but. Compared to other women's divisions, yeah, you know, and but, she's she's the biggest star on the the stacked uh, women's division. I, I I fully think she raise she raises the bar of the division more than Charlotte would if Charlotte yeah, came to AEW. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. So. Oh wow! Okay, that's a bold statement. Comparing that to Charlotte? No, I I think people I think Charlotte is starting to get X Pac heat. Yeah, she's getting a little bit of go away heat. Mm. We need you to take a break. We need you to go on vacation. We need you to get pregnant. Uh -huh. <laughs> Make us beautiful Andrade yep. Flair. 
or Babies. or just just not be the same character you've been for the last seventy three years. years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> she really hasn't changed her character at all, right? She's the same character every time. She's uh, the queen. Da, da, da. I, as Hi, good as she is, I'm a cunt bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. As good as she is in the ring, it's just gotten stale. Becky has only been the man for a couple years, and then has been gone for a year and a half. So even then, it's still fresh. You know. Yep. So. Yep, I agree. And and here's here's the deal is I mean yeah we can't compare being gone for a year and a half to Charlotte having been gone for a couple months earlier this year right but Charlotte was gone for a while and she came back and people were like oh Charlotte's back right uh, Becky shows up and everyone loses their fucking minds yeah. <laughs> yes um so yeah. anyways well, that was a fun game nice. Yeah. But that brings us to the end of the Fantasy Booking Institute. We had a lot of fun today, but we're going to take some time to... Oh, now he goes on camera. Just so I can point at my doobly-doo thing, and hopefully I don't lock out. If I lock out, then (laughs) I lock out. Yeah, that's fine. So there's going to be links in the doobly-doos to all of our social medias, our Patreon, our merch store, which we just launched the new uh, shirt this week. Um, with the autographs, we're going to be launching the Pissant podcast shirt here soon. I can't wait for you to see that design because I'm uh, happy about that. And I am working. I am literally, if you saw me looking down during this, it's because I've been obsessed with working on the Sasha Bear design because I'm, <laughs> I'm obsessed with the concept of that. So that's awesome. I'm going to be working on that. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry, Sasha. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's so have you got any more Sasha news, by the way? Nope. Haven't no. heard anything as far as I've known. I mean, they still haven't even, you know, had anyone be able to really get what. Well, now we know at least her. she wasn't there, though, because I heard originally yeah. the rumors was that she was at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Now we know she wasn't. Uh, and that she's been away, but she's not injured. Yeah, we do know it's supposedly not an injury, um, but that doesn't mean it's not an illness. So it could be COVID now. If she wasn't there, it opens it up to potentially having been COVID. Right. Uh, it opens it up to um, some of the other things. Like we said, there were rumors that it could be pregnancy. That's an option. Right. Um uh, Which you don't I, share immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it it could be something else. It could be it could be an illness unrelated to COVID that that she's fighting in some way. Um, it it could be that she had uh, like emergency reshoots on on a TV show, like because I know she was filming. Like, she was in Mandalorian Season 2. Um, right, she's going to be in the third one as well. She's going to be in the third one. They're filming the book of Boba Fett right now. It could be that they called her in for some emergency reshoots on something there, and she was hoping to. We just don't know. But we do know, at least according to reports, that it's not injury-related. 
So that's comforting. Find out. Yeah. Um, I don't know how WWE lets that slide though for SummerSlam. Like, yeah, no, we're gonna probably get you to uh, come here and do this match for SummerSlam though. Do your shoots well, earlier on in the day. You know what I mean? It, it, the the simple fact is, if I mean, there's a lot of things that come down to, it, but if it's if reshoot, she might be contractually obligated to do those reshoots, and uh, they could be reshooting them across the world. You know what I mean? Uh, they, okay. They filmed a lot in the desert, so it could be like they're doing the reshoots in the deserts of Sahara or something like that. You know? Mm. Um, I think I think the reshoots is a is a long shot. I think it's more likely some sort of illness, um, or potentially, I guess maybe uh, uh, something else. I mean, it. I don't know what her contract situation is, but it could be a contract holdout. Like mm. her contract was expiring and, and she wanted more and and they weren't ready. I don't know. I mean, I know she re-signed a contract last year. Um, or maybe was it, was it two years ago? Two years ago after the holdout. But it could have been she just signed a two-year contract and now it's time to renegotiate. And she's like saying no. And they're saying, well, if you're not going to... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever it yeah. is. I, I hope I hope the best for her. If it's contract yeah. negotiations, I hope she holds out and and uh, goes off and shows up in in AEW because that would be fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Um. But who knows? I don't know what mm-hmm. name she would use in in AEW. Well, probably she'd go by her legit name. Because she's a pure WWE product, no? Legit. You said legit. Yeah. The, the, uh, that's uh, the problem. Uh, she she could go by legit Mercedes Vernado, except there's already legit Layla Hurst in. Well, uh, then we, I guess, right I guess we know her first feud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if she could be, if she could just be the legit Bouse. B-A-W-S. <laughs> the legit bear. Yes, Sasha Bear. I'm more. I I just hope my art skills are up to uh, Sasha Bear. <laughs> um, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But anyways, but so yeah, links are gonna be in the hey, Google for all of that stuff down there. Uh, so check that out. Um, if you're listening to this uh, later on on the podcast, Google News down below. Uh, if you're on Facebook or uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. right there in the description. Uh, all of that stuff. You can follow us across all of social media. You, of course, can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on YouTube, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. It's all there. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. DA Vincent K. Fabe, because his microphone's off. Um, DA Vincent K. Fabe. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> DA Vincent K. Fabe. Right there. And then you can follow JLB at J oh damn it. JLB420. Uh Real Talk Radio is also the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Um anchor.fm slash RTR. Not doing anything radio related right now. Stuff is so crazy with graphic design at the moment, but I shall be back soon. Um doing a few stuff with uh wrestling talk now. 
uh, as well, just little bits and pieces here yeah. and there. Cheating on us there, I get it. No, I'm not cheating on you. You guys are crimes and lawyery and stuff. <laughs> Listen, I'm a slut, okay? I know this. I've accepted it. Let's quit slut shaming me. All right? It's done. <laughs> yeah. You're sunny. Don't you dare. That is the worst thing anyone could say to anybody. <laughs> oh, you so offended. Sunny. You don't even call your worst enemy that. You How are wrestling you? slut that's sunny. <laughs> um... And yeah, so that's it. Real Talk Radio 8 on Twitter as well. Anchor.fm. All the streams are there. And back to you, good sir. Awesome. Well, you've said everything uh, you can say on that. So we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, Hell, he said three times what he could say on that. Yeah, well, yeah. He talks a lot. But anyways, thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.